Good morning and welcome at this pop-up thought. I am Rico Vorberg and I'm happy you are listening. With writing I start my day, searching for meaning in all texts, connecting it to today. This morning it starts like this, the law of commonality. Pop-up thought, Tuesday, April 21st. 2020 You have to think of yourself first and foremost, someone might say. Who will take care of you if you don't? Good and sensible statements, but with a comment. A simple sum says that when everyone thinks of themselves, one person always thinks of you. You. When everyone thinks of everyone else, millions of people think of you. The risks are spread in the latter case. The world is hyperly unsafe when we all think of ourselves. For where can I go? Between the interests of those billions of others, is there a place left for me? If everyone thinks about someone else, there's room for me anyway. The only question is whether the other people know what I think I need. Because that's the downside, you surrender. That's the risk of it. Diminishing feeling of crisis in Corona times means less mutual involvement, a journalist wrote yesterday. It's a bit early for a waning sense of crisis, the Dutch Prime Minister said. Uh, with a sense of drama that we weren't at the end of the beginning yet. But, well, it's apparently happening. Diminishing mutual involvement. I think it's early. And dangerous. What if, in these times, everyone really starts to live for themselves? If the support your local entrepreneur, the window visits to nursing homes, the cheerful check riding on sidewalks against the emptiness, if that falls away... It's bound to get grimmer. Today I read about the group of people at the beginning of our common era who were so touched by a story that was completely new to them that they had elevated communality to a new art form. They were not yet called Christians because they were not a religion. They had no temple, no idols, no worship of the emperor, nothing at all. According to some historians, they looked most like a guild, a group of craftsmen who gave everything for the profession and for each other, or people of the same philosophical movement who were crazy about the wisdom they had found. They came together, shared food and drink, sang songs, did prayers. Sounds very religious to us. But you should see the religious bells and whistles of that time. And they shared what they had with each other. This is what it says in the reading this morning. The crowd that had accepted the faith was one of heart and one of soul, and there was no one who called any of his possessions his property. On the contrary, they owned everything in common. The apostles gave testimony of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus with strength and emphasis, and rich grace rested upon them all. There was no need among them, because all those who owned lands or houses sold them, and brought the proceeds to lay down at the feet of the apostles. Each one was distributed according to his needs. 
There is always enough. It became the fixed phrase with which I invited people to the table in the pop-up churches. A tablecloth and one loaf of bread and a bottle of wine was provided. The rest of the brunch was up to the participants. Nobody ever knew how many would come, what they would bring. Every brunch was different, but there was always enough. Or someone ran to the shop. That happened too. Good old times of physical encounter. They didn't believe in believing in yourself anymore, this group back then. They believed the soft powers had already won. They believed that there is nothing more to really fear when even death is only a temporary delay on the path of life. They believed that the dividing line between heaven and earth has been lifted. They believe in sharing. I don't know when that euphoria faded away. It's never been completely gone, but with the creation of buildings for church, which are currently empty, and religious power, which fortunately has diminished tremendously again, perhaps this euphoric communion has also disappeared somewhat. Yet we need her. Whether you believe in Jesus and of Nazareth or not, the law of communion brings security and freedom teaches love and letting go, gives destiny to your own life and the much needed appreciation for who you are. No matter what happened in those early years of Christianity, we desperately need it, whatever name you give to it. A very good Tuesday today. And peace. And all good.